What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. The First Lady of New York Radio, Joan Hamburg. Entertaining and informative. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Welcome, everyone, to the Joan Hamburg Show. It's a Sunday, and that means when the clock says 2 o'clock, we're on with all of you, and you can always get our podcast. You can find us on Facebook. We're here. And happy Passover, happy Easter to all of you. I hope these are joyous holidays and that all your wishes come through. That really makes a big difference. Well, my family came in from California, Paris, to New York to celebrate the holidays with us. So as a surprise today, I've got my daughter-in-law, Christina Kirk, who's a gifted actress. I've got my granddaughter, Stella, Stella Louise Kirk Hamburg, and she's gifted at so many things. And I've got John Hamburg, my son, and they're all here, and they're all very shy about using the microphone. And son John has a little laryngitis. So go close to the radio, not John. (laughs) And Kevin, our engineer, can make John sound great. So he's going to fix him up. But you notice that in the New York Times, they did a travel section last week, and it was all about family travel. This is the big trend. People take their kids and go everywhere. And in fact, my friend Lynn Scher, whom you may know from all her years as a television journalist, Lynn brought her granddaughter and they went to Africa and where Lynn had gone years ago and came back to share the experience with her granddaughter and it was quite fabulous. And then John, Christina and Stella went um, to Paris and they went with another couple. So I thought it would be interesting to hear what happened, how was that? Because you had not traveled with that kind of family travel before. No, we hadn't. uh, We hadn't taken Stella out of the country. She's been, you know, back and forth from New York to LA dozens of times and to Hawaii and other places, but never uh, international. And so, you know, we tried to make it work so, so she would, you know, get a taste for that kind of travel and be excited about it moving forward. And you went with another family, very close friends of yours. Is that something you would recommend for a first time outing? That was great because we, yeah, we went with our very close friends who have two kids. Um, one is Stella's age and one a couple of years older and they're all very close. And it was great because we could, you know, they, the kids could kind of hang out, hang out right. and the grownups could hang out. We could hang out all seven of us. So it, it was, yes, I would recommend it completely. And there were no problems. When you do a trip like that, how important is planning? Plan? I think planning, the way we did it was very important. I mean, we did, we, we worked, you recommended a woman who has a tour company, a woman named Rachel Kaplan, 
who has a tour company in Paris. I met her in Paris, what, 10 years ago or something? A little bit longer, I think. Yeah. And, and she was great. She, yeah, if you Google Rachel Kaplan Paris, her company will come up. And she, we work, I worked with her, um, the um, mom from the other family, Abby, she and I kind of worked on the whole thing. Christina, my wife, had no idea what we were doing. It was all a surprise. <laughs> and she kind of liked it that way. Um, but we planned, you know, a combination of things like kind of touristy things, seeing the Louvre and going to um, Versailles and other things. And then some, you know, some days we would just be free to wander around, which is what you want to do as well in, in a city like Paris. Right. But did you make restaurant reservations yeah. in advance? I've always done that in Europe because it's not easy to get into places. Well, it's really crowded. A lot of people now that, you know, the pandemic is not over, but let's say we're living heads. with it. Yeah. So, um, people are traveling like crazy if they, if they can, you know, and, uh, so we made restaurant reservations every night because we were seven. Um, That's sometimes we made lunch reservations, but we had, you know, we, we one great thing was we had some guides on these tours. That you know, was good. So a guide on the tour of the Louvre can, you know, the Louvre museum, you can take three months to look at the whole thing. And we tried to squeeze it in in a, a couple hours, day. you know, yeah. So, um, but, you know, so the guide was great and showed us, you know, kind of what they consider the most important works of art in the museum. And we had another guide when we went to Versailles, which was amazing. So, yeah, those kind of things were great to plan in advance. Yeah. And the reason that I liked Rachel and it was so long ago, I felt worried about recommending her. But we took our young producer who had never been anywhere, you know, let alone Europe, and she only wanted to see the Mona Lisa, and we only had a few hours, and the Louvre was closing. So this young woman said, leave it up to me. And next thing you know, she's beckoning us. She found a garbage man who was dumping the garbage from the Louvre. The end of the day was closed or closing. And he signaled for us to follow him sneaked in the back with all the garbage and there we were all by our lonesomes looking at the mona lisa and you know i you showed me a picture of stella yeah and even though she was trying to get up front to see it there was so many people there it's crazy i mean it's so packed to see that one there's amazing works of art that everybody walks by on their way to the mona lisa because that's the work of art everybody knows but stella who's 11 somehow managed to find her way to the front you know of the of the rope line to look at the mona lisa but then got stuck she couldn't get out so how did she get so out? the uh louvre guide opened up the rope and stella <laughs> kind of scantered past the mona lisa and and back to the group yeah and was were the kids impressed with the mona lisa probably the most famous painting in the world um i think they thought it was pretty cool the way her eyes follow you everywhere yeah, that I think was, that was a highlight. I would think kids would be a little unnerved by that, but they weren't. They seem to like it. They, yeah. they, you know, she seems like a pretty friendly woman, the Mona Lisa. So I think I think they liked it. Yeah, boy, there are a lot of families <laughs> traveling like you guys. A lot, yeah, lots of lots of families, lots of parents with you know young kids, different ages from everywhere. I mean, from you could tell they were from other European countries or from Asia. A lot of Americans. So what? you tell people to do 
if they were planning this trip. Is Paris a good beginning for kids this age? Well, I yeah, I mean, that's why we chose Paris. We were thinking of going to um, Japan, which is a amazing. We've been, you took us there. We've been there a couple of times. But um, Paris, I think, is a great kind of introduction to international travel for kids because it's so fun to walk around. The food is incredible. You know, every street corner has the most amazing baguettes and croissants and chocolate croissants and, and cookies, cookies, macarons. I, you know, the, I don't love that kind of stuff, but Stella certainly uh, enjoyed it. Um, and uh, Stella developed a taste for beef cheeks. I, I didn't. I that was new to me. That. Beef cheek, which is like a beef bourguignon kind of thing. You mean it? It's like a stew. Yeah, it's like a, a braised meat. She got really into that. Uh, I can't believe she would eat that once she read the title. Well, yeah, she she was. But into she it. was in Europe. Yeah, but you know, also you every place you can get steak frites, French fries, mm, and you know all that kind of stuff. Wish we had that right now. That's that's uh, delicious. I, you know, I thought we were going to go to lunch after this. Yeah, we are. All right. I'm not sure it was steak frites. I was thinking more of a grilled cheese. Okay. <laughs> steak frites sounds really good. Yeah. And I like that. So family travel, if you're organized, could be the way to go. Yeah, I think I think the fun thing to do is to plan a bunch of stuff and then, have, you know, combination of planning and then, you know, just days where you sort of pick a neighborhood and maybe you have one destination you want to go to, but you can wander around and, you know, sort of be flexible. That, that combination worked really well for us. But again, if you're going with you know, a bigger group or even four people or three, whatever your family is, five, having those reservations um, in advance just took the stress out because you knew you had a place to eat. You're not trying to, yeah. you know, wait online forever and that kind of thing. No, I think that really, it really makes a difference. And no matter when you go, there are so many tourists everywhere. I know, I know. So what would you say would be the highlight of your trip? The highlight of the trip, gosh, there's so many. Um, I mean, maybe this dinner we had at a place called, well, I can't speak French, but Relais L'Entrecote, L. Yeah, yeah. the meat. And it's a, um, it, there's a few of them in Paris and I think one in London. And the only thing they serve there, there's no menu. So you wait online for about an hour. You meet people online mm. all waiting for the same thing. You go in, no menu. You just get salad. And the other, the only thing you have to wonder about is what, how well you want your steak cooked. Right. The they, only dish they have is steak and French fries. That sounds good to in me. A, in a sauce, this magical sauce. Mm. We asked them the recipe, but she refused to give it up. And um, no dessert. Yeah, dessert. You can choose dessert. But my favorite. That was amazing. Part of it is that you wait online, so once you get in, you know you feel so excited because you've sort of made it through the gauntlet. And um, it's really warm and inviting and boisterous. And then you, and you know, every time you sit down at a menu, you have so many choices to make, but it's kind of fun not to have to think about anything other than rare or medium rare or well done. But I'm curious, how does um, your daughter like her meat? I would say medium. Yeah, because you trained her, you and Christina. Well, yeah, you and Dad always ate your steaks well too overcooked. I know, we're the old school. That was from my grandfather, though. You also always order chicken well done, which I find very strange. But I'm not, you know, maybe we shouldn't 
Maybe we could unpack this on this on this show. <laughs> no, it's true because I my grandpa lived with us and he wouldn't eat anything unless it was burned yeah. or overcooked. Yeah. So we got used to it. He loved hamburgers, but they were like little iron rocks. Yeah. Yeah, well that's that's been passed along to you. You're a very good cook, but just yeah, you no, know, I do a few like extra things. minutes in the oven sometimes. I do like things overcooked. So let's switch for a minute from taking your kids to Paris, or which I to me would be a perfect first trip. London or Paris would be the way to go. How is the movie business? <laughs> um, the movie business is uh, it's going pretty well. I mean, it's at a very interesting point because of all the streamers, you know, Netflix and Disney Plus and Amazon things you didn't wouldn't have thought about, you know, 10 years ago, suddenly that's who are the, some of the biggest um, studios making making movies and TV now. So it, it's changed everything. Uh, not, oh, it, it can be in a good way, but it's it certainly is different. Well, Netflix, I just read even in a recent paper, was um, changing some of their things that they're doing. Do you know anything about that? Um, I mean, I think they're always evolving. I mean, Netflix has made a big change in that they're, they have ads now. You can pay less for your subscription, but you'll have ads. Uh -huh. So that changes it. And um, they're all evolving. We're, we're at a point where it's, it's almost like the beginning of the movie business 100 years ago, where it's so different and it's all evolving. And the way people consume entertainment i mean now they're starting to go back to the movie theaters to see certain things right they'll see john wick or top gun maverick or mm -hmm. certain horror movies um hopefully they'll go back and see comedies because that's my well, genre but um but a lot of people are perfectly happy to just be at home on the couch and, and watch the new release you know they that's how people are watching entertainment now they're you know because going out to the movie theaters is a big Big commitment. So what's going to happen to the movie theaters? Well, they're it, they're going to cater. They're actually doing pretty well. I think people are starting to come back. But the movie theaters, the kind of dramas or movies we would go to, you know, when we were younger, people don't go see those as often in movie in movie theaters. They go see Marvel movies. They see animated movies, family movies. Um, once in a while, something like Everything Everywhere All at Once will break through. But that's kind of more rare. Yeah. So they go for big spectacle entertainment most of the time. But you know what? There's going to be a comedy that everyone's going to go see in the movie theater. And suddenly people will say, you have to see comedy in a movie theater. So it, it, it's always evolving. Yeah, but you know, to me, I love comedy, but I don't like watching it alone. Yeah. I, I just feel that comedy needs... Yeah, because well, when you laugh, you like to laugh with a lot of people. I mean, yes, people, uh, you know, watching comedy in a big group, is, there's nothing better with everybody laughing communally. But, you know, a couple of my movies have gotten discovered more on home video or people watching them at home. They weren't big hits in the theater like like um, Zoolander, which we did with Ben Stiller. It wasn't really that successful in the theaters. But then over the years, people discovered it. Uh, at home, you know, is always on playing on television and it became one of our most popular movies. So, you know, people did, they might watch it with two or three people or a lot of people, they watched it in college dorm rooms and, you know, right. things like that. I'm sure you get this all the time. I mean, you 
broke into this business very young. But how does a kid today get started? I mean, I know there's no answer. People are constantly asking me. I say, yeah, I can't answer that question. And my son gets annoyed when I ask him because it seems obvious. Well, it's not. There's no clear path. Right. It's not. It's, it's not like law school or or medical school where there's kind of a path. You know, it's it's um it's really hard to say. You just have to find. I always tell people, you know, you just have to. Obviously, you have to work really hard. You have to find your voice, you know, and and stick to it and and make as many connections as possible. And kind of one thing can lead to the to the next and things like that. So. Yeah, I wish there was an easy answer, but there's just not. But there's not. And there are still a lot of kids breaking through? Well, there's always a need for fresh voices. And, mm. and I think there's opportunities for a lot more voices um, to be heard from. And, you know, so it, it, it is an exciting time in that regard. But I remember you and your cousin who's in the movie business would actually make movies, you know, handheld cameras, just crazy yeah. things. But you would rather than constantly wait to see if you're going to be discovered, you discovered yourselves yeah. by doing that. And it made a big difference. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people do now. They can now it was much harder back when we were starting out to make something because we didn't have I now you can do it on an iPhone and edit it on your edit a movie on your phone and upload it to YouTube or or uh, you know, TikTok or anything like that. And and you know, you can break through that way as well. I, I always think that, you know, something that has a unique point of view can break through. Right, if it's if it's strong and it can stand on its own. Yeah. Very encouraging, good advice. Thank you, Johnny. What are you working on now? Um, I'm working on uh, my beef cheek recipe. I have to make it for Stella. That's my main. Wait, why is the recipe? My beef, beef bourguignon. Oh, beef bourguignon. <laughs> um, and a couple of movie projects as well. So working on a few things. Yeah, well, there's a really good, I have a really good recipe for that. I'll have to give it to you. Okay. It was actually in a movie about Julia Child. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's Julie that. Julie and Julia, I love and that. And it's that we recipe. We watched that with Stella, actually, yeah. So that try that recipe. It's so delicious. I'll have to... Um, We'll rewatch the movie and record that scene so I can get the ingredients correctly. Yeah, you, it's not a hard recipe. Like okay. You have to cook it a long time. Well, you'd be, see, that's why you're good at that, because you like to cook stuff for a long time. Well, but that is like a braise or something. Exactly. I know. It isn't like you're making a steak. Or, no. And you guys don't eat so much meat. We grew up eating a lot of meat. You kids ate, had a lot of meat, too. Yeah, we, we eat everything. It was, it was the time. Now we're into organic and healthy. And you do eat healthy, right? Uh, I think we eat pretty healthy. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate all of you coming over. Thanks, Mom. Maybe you want to move back to New York. We'll talk about it after the show ends. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you for sharing the Hamburg-Kirk family with Christina, Stella, and John. I'm Joan Hamburg, much more after this.